And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Yes! Grab your torch and dip it into the sexy St. Jeff candle. No Buffs is back. I'm J.E. Skeets here in the Classic Factory along with my number one, my ride or die, a guy who has never forgotten what hunger feels like, Trey Kirby. Hey, <laughs> Yeah, you're right, man. hey indeed. <laughs> and over yonder, helping us on the ones and twos, it's Eshawa Kid. How y'all doing? Yo, what's up, Esh? <laughs> uh, we are here to recap episode eight of Survivor 45, titled Following a Dead Horse to Water. <laughs> Bruce, dropping that Bruce. line early in the episode. Shout out to the live tribe. Joining us right now on YouTube, take a second, smash that like button, make sure you subscribe, share the show with your friends, friends, <laughs> and if you're loving this season's No Buffs podcast coverage, leave us a five-star rating and review. Um, before we get into scene by scene of episode eight, TK, sounds like you are in agreement with our guy Dalton Ross at EW, calling this one of the greatest episodes of the new era. You loved it. Absolutely, Skeets. I was 100% in on this episode just for bringing back the Survivor auction. Yes. If they did that, I was happy. They made the auction better somehow. Got yep. rid of the advantages, which was cool. I love the twist of everybody having to run through the jungle and find their cash. Yep. I love the twist of all of the tubes have different monies of amounts of cash in them. I thought that was great. Jeff was hilarious in this episode. Yes. The best acting jobs we've ever seen uh, from Probst. I thought <laughs> the way uh, he was yes, no, no, yesing, all of the different items coming out. The stab of the rice, a great twist, and it looked awesome. We had a player ready to be voted out, come through clutch, winning immunity. That's always funny. Yep. And then we had a monster blindside at the end. I think this is easily the best episode of this season, which I think is pretty consensus at this point. But uh, I don't know. Off the top of my head, I don't know an episode that's better from one, two, three, four, five of the 40s. Action-packed, no doubt. So let's get into all of it. Uh, night 14 is where we start. Everyone happy they made the jury. Uh, Drew is extremely happy that Emily voted with him and voted his way. Then we get the second Tribal Council crew coming back. They head home, uh, and Jake is upset that he voted Julie. We obviously got the flashback on the last time on Survivor showing him going, you know, Julie, I voted for you. We'll talk about it. Uh, but Jake tells us, like, look, 10 people aren't all on the top. You know, this episode was a lot of Jake yes, saying, come yes. on. Play the game of Survivor. Let's go. You all can't be in the driver's seat. And uh, we get Jake apologizing to Julie for lying to her face. Also, I thought a really good scene within this great episode. I know it's early on. Maybe it gets forgotten. But uh, I liked how they were both playing it. Jake apologizing. Julie taking it. But sort of like they're still playing the game. And like, well, we'll probably be doing it again to each other at some point. Yeah, exactly. I was like, uh, I kind of thought Jake was putting his foot in his mouth the entire time. He was talking to Julie. But then by the end of the episode and reading kind of the reviews of things today, I'm like, was this guy just 
you know, like pulling a Kaiser Soze the entire episode, yeah, making it yeah. seem I am so on the bottom. I'll do anything to scrounge my way up from the top. Nobody's working for me. Nobody cares. I'm such a sad sack loser right here, <laughs> only to come out on top at the end. I still don't really know how involved he was in the blind side that paid off. But if you were to go back and watch the whole 90 minutes, it feels like an entire through line. Jake pulling the rope a dope, basically, sort of. until the end. Yeah, day 15, we jump to, uh, we get the girls talking about being the majority. Count them out. Six women, four men. They've got it. Let's run this game. So we get a lot of talking about that. Uh, Kendra then thinks the guys are sitting down on the beach probably talking about it, how there's only four of them. <laughs> and I know, Esh, you've got the photo here, the meme from our guy Sean, but we cut to the guys literally talking about tacos and this meme coming true. Uh, you know, the lying in bed meme where the woman's thinking, I bet he's thinking about the women majority and the guy lying there, eyes open. Nope, tacos. <laughs> they were, they were going through tacos. ingredients that they want on their tacos. Very funny. Great editing there from Survivor. But yeah, then the six women talk about trying to blindside Bruce and even Kelly is on board. Uh, very on board, I would say. She's like tired of this, you know, sort of being tied at the hip to him, so to speak, mm-hmm. and she's ready to, to, to cut him loose. They'll see if they can blindside him, and that's sort of uh, obviously another through point of this episode, the idea that they're going to target Bruce. Everybody, no, wants yeah. Bruce Everybody wants Bruce except for Kelly last week. She was campaigning for yeah. him to stick around, and it came back to bite her. Uh, she kept <laughs> calling him her anchor in this game, and... He drug her all the way to the bottom of the Mariana Trench because it's Jover uh, for Kelly. And it's basically because she didn't go after, didn't let Bruce walk away last week. Also, she made a, a poor choice on which Reba to target last week at the 12 vote, I thought. So it was kind of mistakes from the previous episode that came back to bite Kelly. But holy crap, was she shocked. And I know we'll oh, get to man, that. Yeah. That was awesome. That when was she was awesome. seeing, like, we get three Jake votes at the end, and then suddenly that fourth one pops up, Kelly. She's like, hold on. And then the next one's Kelly, and she is really going, what the hell just happened? Mm-hmm. Awesome blindside. Uh, later that day, though, a boat arrives at camp with um, survivor auction props, I guess. <laughs> like, they bring out some big benches with baskets. Everybody's going, what the hell's going on here? And yeah, we learn. The auction is back, or they learn, because we knew it was coming. Um, and you're going to have a chance to bid on food items, but you need the cash. So one of the first twists for the new Survivor auction is, yeah, scattered out in the jungle, 40 bamboo tubes, uh, each containing cash. You can only grab one at a time. got to bring it back, put it in your basket. And off they go, everybody. Except for Bruce. <laughs> Bruce slow plays it. Wants to get his shoes on. <laughs> wants to stretch a little. And uh, he doesn't see what's the big deal. <laughs> so in the end, they all get their tubes. I mean, again, remember we were saying last week, next time on Survivor, we saw Jake grabbing something from a tree. We're like, what the hell is that? Yeah. He found like a scroll, it looked like. So that's what these tubes were. And uh, we go into the commercial break, you know, D with 900 bucks, Austin with 700 bucks, a lot of people with like, you know, 500 to 300, somewhere in that range. And uh, Bruce has 80 bucks. 80 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> One tube only. <laughs> I don't even know if he made a bid at the uh, at the auction. Like, he could have got in on those fish eyes if he really wanted to yeah, when they man. came back up. Uh, Kendra was killing me uh, during this scene. She's the one that reads the letter, gets it. Everybody around her reads it to herself first. <laughs> yes. <was> like, what? <laughs> Are you supposed to read it aloud? She finally reads it aloud. And then she was, like, posing with, <laughs> with the parchment, like, as if it were a phone. And she was doing selfies with it. I thought it was so funny. I loved, like... 
like I said, I just liked how the, the twists on the auction yeah. cap building is like, oh, we got the auction back. And now you got to go find your money. And guess what? You found all these. You actually don't know how much is in it. Let's count it up. That yeah, was great. I was. Uh, it was funny when they were going to do that, going to get all the tubes of cash. Nora and I watching this were like, yeah, are they all the same? Yeah. Is it just how many you can acquire and then you'll be at an advantage or... Uh, will they make them random and there might be 200 bucks in one and 40 bucks in the other and that's what they went with um, so after the break we get to the actual auction cool flashbacks yeah, to previous montage. seasons uh, yeah the montage of uh, the last time they did this Probst tells us Survivor 30 the last time we had the auction which man suddenly ages me just like that I can't believe it was like 2015 is that what he said that's what he said <laughs> yeah that's nearly, crazy uh, a decade and yeah he goes through the twist. So how you got the money, that was the first uh, big difference. No advantages. He makes it very clear. You do not need to be saving your money for any sort of advantage play. They're not in there. Um, so we can talk about that in a second here. And uh, the final one is, yeah, the auction will end with no warning. And the person with the most money left will lose their vote at Tribal Council. You know, Probst does this whole rock thing. He knows the number of items. They don't. You never know when it's going to end. And if you have the most money left, yeah, you're screwed. You lose your vote. Um, you loved all these additions, twists, whatever you want to call it, to the auction. Yeah, I was hoping that Jeff would show us his whole card, though. You know, like, show us the number of items that we were going to be getting, the 10, because he kept it face down on the table the whole time. So nobody knew. It allowed him to play to the camera, which, like I said, I thought was <laughs> very funny. And actually convincing from Jeff. I see a lot of people have been saying, the auction was kind of ruined for me because whoever got... Whoever had the most money at the time was going to be getting that item, and they didn't really care what it was. Right. A, I'll say you're right. They didn't care what it was because it was food. So everybody's like, hey, is that food? I'll pay everything I have to have food and keep my vote. I'm not watching the auction personally to see, like, the bidding strategies between no. the people. I just want to see them have fun, get food, and then some people get suckered into eating a gigantic fisheye. That is, like, <laughs> classic to me. Like, my favorite moment – in all of Survivor auctions is Wu watching somebody else eat guacamole and say, get a fat dip of that guac. There's just so many hilarious moments yeah. that happen that I was okay with it kind of just being like, whoever had the most money, you're getting the next thing that comes out. Yeah, and the reason we haven't seen the auction since Survivor 30 is it was also broken because yes. there were advantages and everybody was just waiting to try and buy a buy an advantage and forget about the food and then there was pooling of money and it was just like, yeah, it didn't really work anymore. So... These were great, you know, additions, tweaks, whatever you want to call it. And I think it was a very entertaining segment here. Uh, we can quickly go through it. Item one, pretzels and beer. Kendra, right away, 360 bucks. Uh -huh. I also, I think that's a smart move. You know, that first item, especially with this new twist, you don't mm -hmm. want money left over. Just go get something. Get whatever it is. Fine yeah. with me. She was very happy about the beer. We even get the little flashback later on uh, how it reminded her of her mm -hmm. biological father. Yeah, that was nice uh, to see as well. She seems nice. Item two, I popped for it, French fries. Oh, man, French fries, ketchup, and a, a Coke, I guess, yeah. or a soft drink. Kelly goes 500 bucks. I think that was maybe my favorite item. I'm a big French fry French That would have been guy. good. Oh, that would have been a good God. one, yeah. Uh, so she gets that. Item three, covered. Uh, so our first covered item, I was hoping Probes would do that. He did. In the end, Emily gets it, 440 bucks, and it's a charcuterie board. And wine. And you th is that your favorite of the bunch? I mean, that's a that good one, like too. That looks like a lot of food, but yeah. it wouldn't be uh, necessarily too heavy on your tummy, I don't think. I mean, maybe some of those soft cheeses. <laughs> <laughs> those, those wouldn't really add up. Uh, but yeah, Emily eating it and dancing, literally twerking to yep. all of the other auction contestants was hilarious to the point where Jeff is like, 
Emily, who are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, this is well-fed Emily, Jeff. I thought it was great. And it looked good. It looks all right. Emily, the, uh, the, the, the geek in a, in a classic teen movie that takes <laughs> off her glasses and lets her hair down. Yeah. Whoa, perhaps I couldn't believe it. Um, item four, chocolate milkshake. D, 900 bucks. Well, that's an expensive milkshake. I don't even love milkshakes. I would never pay that much. But uh, I don't think I would want it in that scenario. <laughs> a nine hundred dollar milkshake, yeah. and like that one to me is one that you would be feeling afterwards. Yeah, I would think definitely. So. I would think so. Uh, item five. It's covered again, and uh, poor Katura. You know, she even knows it. She's like, I'm getting screwed here, but I just got to go for it, and uh, she pays four hundred eighty bucks. And we got our first crappy item, two giant, giant fish eyes. These were not medium-sized fish uh, that they sometimes try and give these people out there. Just giant fish eyes, and she licked it, I guess, took a small, tiny bite. Was, uh, nah, that was, a, that was like uh, trying to get Ada to try a new food. What is the smallest bite you could possibly take right. to still be considered eating the food? <laughs> that was awesome. But she knew it, too. She's yeah. like, I know this is going to be bad, but I'm going to sw- – I can't switch because then you feel like a fool. I mean, there is a rule. First covered item, always decent, always good. They want to incentivize you yep. to go for it yeah. when we see the next covered item. But that usually means the next covered item sucks. <laughs> she knew it. She still played the money. At least she didn't lose her vote, I guess. But – um. In the end, uh, you know, she passes. Austin says, "Look, I'll take I'm him. They'll <laughs> take him for a hundred bucks." And he goes to town, man, and uh, he gave it a go, and it was disgusting. They almost weren't even showing us. Like, I think we went to a commercial break. Yeah, <laughs> come back. He's gonna bite this. Yeah, and he's trying to say it's like sashimi. Yeah, right. And uh, <laughs> he he didn't even he gave it a go because he's no. on Survivor, but. Those fish eyes then sat there and just had flies all over them. Yeah, absolutely. He's like, I guess I'll take this back to the bench with me. Yeah. I didn't see him going back for more bites, but he had a lot of money. Uh, He saw the opportunity to do something funny on Survivor, and he took it. Should have been you, Bruce. Should have offered 80 bucks. They would have let you have it. Yeah, true, true. Uh, Item six covered. It was candy. Drew got that for 520 bucks. He was terribly disappointed with that. Very. I can't blame him. Um, he wanted carbs. Yeah. He, he wanted the probably the pizza coming up next, but um, candy didn't look that good. I, yeah, isn't that what he said when he came up? He's like, I've seen a lot of appetizers, Jeff. I'm looking for a meal. <laughs> a meal. Instead <laughs> of got candy. 80,000 pieces of the worst candy you would ever yeah, get from your grandma. Did not look good. <laughs> Looked like all swizzle sticks. <laughs> uh, Oops, all swizzle sticks. He ate like one piece. Yeah. Item seven, pizza. Austin had 600 bucks still uh, at his disposal, so he got that. It looked fine, especially if, you know, as far as Survivor pizza goes, I thought it looked okay. Uh-huh. We've seen uh-huh. some crappy yeah. Survivor pizza before. Uh, item eight, toothbrush, toothpaste, and mouthwash. Julie got that for 420 bucks. Not food. Interesting. It'd yeah. be nice. Uh, yeah, I mean, we were talking before we went live here, like, Throw some socks in the in the mix, or a nice jacket, or something. I don't mind a comfort <laughs> item, you know, sure. something like that. Oh, I would, yeah, I would think that'd be great. I mean, I guess if the weather was really bad, like a rain jacket or something, would be crazy. You can take a three minute shower. Yeah, they've done that. The We've had that a long you know? time ago. That's a good call. Um, item number nine: chocolate cake. Jake gets it, three hundred forty bucks. The twist of this one: he has to share it with two others. They gotta take it down, and I don't know. What do you think that that little um. 
the hourglass was. Nora and I were debating. Was it minutes? Yeah, probably like two or three minutes. Yeah, I think so. I Uh, can't believe they finished it, though, because it looked like Bruce was like, he's just taking like little (laughs) He's like, hold on, let me put my shoes on. Yeah, just just a taste here and there. (laughs) But they crushed it. I yeah. guess they went back with, like, handfuls yeah. of cake, which was allowed. Yeah, Probe's like, you gotta grab it. I'm gonna yeah. pull it away. I'm gonna pull it away. Uh, so he had Julie and Bruce helping him with the cake, Jake did. And then the final one, uh, in the end, was a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and a margarita. And Kelly gets it for 200 bucks. And they called it. Emily was like, Emily that's a margarita. called it. 100% that's a margarita. <laughs> I did love to hear them saying, ooh, it looks heavy. The way, like, Jeff was carrying it. Ooh, that one looks fragile. And they were pretty right. Yeah, so in the end, Bruce uh, had the most money left, and he lost his vote. <laughs> he had 80 bucks, and the guy lost Thanks his vote. Thanks for playing, man. The guy did literally nothing for, like, that whole day. Yeah. Everybody else went out and searched, bid on everything. He just sat there, yeah, lost got, his vote. Got a little cake. Got a little cake. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, final thought on the auction here, which we did love, obviously. Um, I'm always terrified they're going to drop this shit when they carry it back to their bench. Yeah. Like, the drinks. You know, the margarita, and, and we had the Coke, and Top we had the glasses, beer. Yeah, yeah, it's like, you know, like they're sort of stepping over sometimes to get to the back of the bench. I always wonder, what would they have done? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, you go to a restaurant, they'll oftentimes bring you out something That's like, what I'm ah, saying. I'm sorry. That's I'm what sorry. I'm saying. But, but do they have an extra pizza waiting? I don't know. And wouldn't Survivor want to be like, oh. And like, wouldn't the biggest dick move of all time be like <laughs> like hit somebody's train and knock someone's over oh that would be so funny somebody do that please. ultimate villain move that would be the ultimate villain move <laughs> you just paid 900 bucks for that milkshake just knock it out of her hand that would be crazy oh, I would love that uh, so yeah great auction um, so now we go back to the uh, back to the beach and yeah Kendra talks about oh my god this light is doing our head in here in the classic factory today uh, Kendra talks about meeting her biological father at the age of 18 so we got a little sort of little flashback or a little storytelling with Kendra which I thought was fine thought it was fairly quick it was sweet yeah it was cool it had to do with the auction there after we came back from the break uh, Emily talks about not loving the idea of a women's alliance so uh, <laughs> the women's alliance lasted <laughs> you know the length of a survivor auction uh, she wants to work with Drew in Austin. She says she has stronger bonds. So she's really debating that. And Emily tells Drew that the male targets are Bruce and Jake. And that he shouldn't worry, but there is this women's alliance gaining some steam. What do you think of her decision there to obviously confide in, in Drew and Austin? I think it obviously proved that they are pretty locked in together after the way last week's uh, vote went. And I think this has been kind of keeping with Emily's character on the show since she had her tough first episode. She has now been the conduit for information between one side and the other. She was with Caleb early on on the Lulu tribe as well. And this is what she's doing here. She's got her people she works with. She obviously knows who she trusts the most at this stage in the game. So people are just being a little bit too loose with information around Emily, I would have to say, because they think like, you're just kind of a free agent right now. They yeah. don't know exactly know where she's locked in. Obviously, after this vote, that'll probably change, and she probably won't get quite as much of a flow of information, but she's been using her status as the one leftover Lulu pretty smartly, I think. Yeah, Drew sees all of this information as an opening to try and rope in Katura to sort of their group and maybe target an old Bellow. Um, Drew, Austin, and Julie actually... They're talking to Katura. I think they're at the water well. And they're, like, letting her throw out a name. Mm-hmm. I loved this scene. Like, Drew, like, you know, just, like, as a favor 
as a favor, we will go <laughs> yes. whatever direction you want to to show, you know, our trust in you and and you trust you can have in us. And then Katura, you won't guess the name she throws out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let's go ask her. Just see what she says. Could she, be anyone. She obviously says Bruce. It's agreed upon. Bruce it is. See you later, Bruce. Uh, not so fast. We got an immunity challenge on day 16, and it's a good one. Hold onto a rope that is attached to a log containing one-third of your pregame body weight. Um, Propes then pulls out the old bag of rice. He's done this before, mm-hmm. the negotiations. The, around this time, hey, I need four of you to sit, and then you can get this rice. Uh, you know, it could last you the rest of the game. He's had different variations of his negotiating, uh, sometimes quite severe, mm-hmm. sometimes uh, when he started a little more, you know, adaptable. So we get D and Emily saying, okay, we'll sit right away. And then suddenly Probst is like waiting for the third or fourth person. They're sort of debating it. Couture's thinking about it, all that. And Probst's like, all right, I'm going to hurry things up here. <laughs> Takes out a giant <laughs> knife. Like he's Crocodile Dundee and just stabs the bag of rice underneath the bottom. It's hanging there and the rice starts pouring out. That's your rice. Yeah. And <laughs> Drew immediately, he's like, oh my God. Okay, I'll sit. And he begs for someone else to be the fourth and Katura agrees and then Probes takes down the rice. Um, I thought it was a cool addition. Yeah, it was totally. funny to see Probes do it. He did it He did it well, executed well. And it worked. Like it makes, it puts them really on the spot. How badly do you want this rice? Yeah, I thought it was great. I thought it was, uh, gave us... A little bit of insight into what Jeff Probst must be like away from the island. I can't imagine this guy likes wasting time. No. Right? No. He's like, 39 days too long. We're going to 26. <laughs> I've had it with this stupid negotiation, waiting for people to step up. Guess what? I'm stabbing a rice <laughs> in the bag with a sword. That was awesome. Uh, he sold it. I thought smart for Drew to hop right in and be like, hey, let's do this. Because obviously he was going to be down for uh, going for the rice. But he knew as soon as that got stabbed. The clock is ticking. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, so that was a great twist on the negotiation because it kind of lost a little steam, I think, the past couple of seasons. So yeah. this was a much better way to do it. Yeah. So six people are competing. We got Bruce, Jake, Austin, Kendra, Kelly, and Julie in the challenge. They all make it to the final knot. They were all pretty damn impressive. I mean, Probst was even saying that a couple times. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, nobody has dropped yet. Kelly eventually drops, then Kendra. And so we go to the final transition, which is no knot. Isometric strength! Props <laughs> shouts at us like he's a, a high school gym teacher. Isometric strength. <laughs> and, uh, you know, this gets very tough. You can't wrap it. Stop wrapping it around your hand, Jake. I mean, Jake in this in this entire challenge, entire episode was hilarious. Yeah, that was, Jeff was just yelling at Jake the whole time. Keep your arms straight. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> I'll keep it straight. Um, but why weren't you able to bend your arm? I don't feel like that makes it easier. It might make it easier for like a second, but then your arm, your arm's gonna, you know, the isometric strength. Yeah, it's, a good, gonna... it's a good point. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Austin drops, uh, and then uh, and then Jake, and uh, who am I forgetting here? Oh, yeah, down to Julie and Bruce. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bruce wins it in the end. Julie can't hold on any longer. And we get some uh, yeah, an emotional moment from Bruce, uh, a little yeah, bit talking yeah, about yeah. his family and stuff like that. Uh, but they, he's completely ruined all their plans now. He has no vote. <laughs> he has no vote because he didn't want to rush into the jungle yeah. look for money. And uh, now he has the immunity necklace, so they can't vote for him. And he also has an idol still. Having the all-time <laughs> most chill tribal council of all time. I'm just going to sit there and hear what the people have to say. But uh, yeah, I thought it was a cute moment where he was like, uh, I saw that I had yellow and my daughter likes yellow. 
So I decided to win. <laughs> uh, okay. Also, we talked about it last week. Uh, I'm pretty convinced Bruce has no chance of winning this game, and I feel even stronger about that. Um, did anybody celebrate him winning? <laughs> no. Either right there on the no. spot, or when they get back to the beach and people do the, you know, uh, good job, Bruce. And stuff go, like that. Bruce. It was a very muted celebration. Yeah. Like, I know he just ruined their entire plan and everything, but, like, nobody was excited that he won this. Like, nobody. Not at all. <laughs> I don't think. They, I mean, a part of it is because, yeah, they ruined, he ruined their plan, but they just don't seem to like the guy. A yeah. lot of them, at least. Exactly. It seemed like the whole women's alliance was going to be targeting him. And then, obviously, Katura got together with Drew, Austin, and Julie, got them on board with the plan. Yeah. I put in my notes immediately, before the challenge, two question marks? <laughs> That's how you knew it wasn't coming through. Yeah. Plus, yeah. Bruce, of course, has a robot grip. When he's holding it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was steady as a rock. Old man um, strength. So then we get here in the plotting and scheming part. Again, no one very excited about Bruce winning. Bruce has no vote. He has an idol in his pocket. He's got an immunity necklace now around his neck. Um, and I hadn't thought about this, but I thought it was interesting, Emily, bringing it up. Would Bruce play his idol for Jake? Because they're talking about pivoting now. Maybe we focus on Jake. I had a, uh, Nora and I were debating about a player like Bruce at this part of the game, if he would ever give his idol hmm. to someone like Jake. Um, I said no way. And Nora was taking the opposite uh, sort of side of things going, no, he absolutely would. He is the type of person that would want that adulation and like, I protected you and saved you. So we were going back and forth. Um, he obviously doesn't here, but what do you have a read on that? Would Bruce like give his idol to save... Let's say Jake or Jake or Kelly even. Um, I, Jake, yes. I think Jake, yes, but probably Kelly, no. And that's a pretty good point. He would love the praise from having done it, but also he's such an old school guy that yes. I kind of think he would want to play it on himself at any possible moment where he feels like he might be the guy uh, who's going home. I saw Kelly was saying today that her big plan was to keep Bruce around and convince him to use that somebody had knowledge is power, so he should give away the idol and then she could use it. Too complicated, obviously. It would have been a great plan, but didn't get a chance at it. Uh, So, I don't know. I assume Bruce will play it on himself. He doesn't seem to put together the long-term strategy of, like, here's how we could use it to screw somebody. Yeah, it's it's a good debate. People are talking about it right now in the live tribe. Like, is, yeah, does he want a really showy move with it? You could see Bruce wanting that. Bust out a little robot while he hands it over. <laughs> but you could also see him. I feel like he's... Selfish is not the right word. I mean, you got an idol. You should use it on yourself, probably. Like, like you really should. Yeah. Um, but I feel like he'd definitely do that more than, than giving it to someone. We will maybe see. Um, so, yeah, Emily brings this up. Kelly's worried about a ricochet vote. <laughs> because she is close to Bruce and Jake, and like she's sort of in that mix. She's a little worried about it. Kelly and Emily talked to Jake. Um, I thought they leaned in a little too hard into getting him to n- try and not play his shot in the dark. I didn't think they did that all that smoothly, <laughs> like how they were trying Definitely to. Like, not. Yeah, and like Jake obviously sort of saw right through it, but yeah, you agreed with that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they were basically baiting him into say a name, then we can go tell that person <laughs> oh, yeah. that he said your name. So I thought pretty smart of him yeah. to. He knows he's on the bottom in the first place, that he's only going to put him self even further on the bottom and give people more of a reason by saying any sort of name. So by just kind of waiting it out until some other plan came around, another plan came around. Uh, So I thought that was pretty smart by Jake. And, you know, maybe an overplay by Kelly to be trying to get him to say something. But what are you supposed to do? You know, you're talking strat out there. 
Jake uh, immediately starts looking for an idol. That's got everybody flustered a little bit. And uh, then we get Drew and Austin going to some of the women and this idea about, hey, forget this Jake vote, whether Bruce plays an idol for him, whether he's found an idol, all this stuff. What if we pivot to Kelly? Be honest with me. At this point in the episode, did you think this was a classic Survivor red herring where it's just like they give you something else, a little different possible path? Just to get you thinking during the commercial break before Tribal Council, like, oh, it could be Kelly. Were you convinced that they had something here, or did you think that? And, like, nah, this is probably Jake. I thought for sure it was a fake-out Jake-out. <laughs> oh, that's nice, actually. Jake's out, fake-out. Um, because, I don't know, just how tossed off it felt, yeah. I thought was kind of pointless. But we've also heard a lot of people who get eliminated in the new era saying, the game is so fast and the game is so short that it's kind of whoever has the last plan is the plan that yeah. they go with. You could tell the sun was setting. You know, it was getting to be dusk um, out on the beach there. So that probably was the last plan, and it stuck. So now, going forward, it's just all about the <laughs> the level of the sun in the sky. So <laughs> That's pay right. attention. You got to pay attention when it's getting dark. Um, also, I think the reason, and we, we... I didn't realize this watching last night and, until I read some stuff today, but the reason they didn't, like, lean into that talk and, wow, could they vote Kelly... And maybe they sort of just kept it very loosey goosey and they just sort of slipped it in there is uh, it was beneficial for Kelly to be voted out for Austin, (laughs) (laughs) which means it's beneficial for Drew because they're so, um, you know, one, two. He knows how he now has a full idol because the amulets are both gone. J. Maya. And now Kelly. Yeah. So, I mean, my point is, like, if they had maybe shown us more of that, maybe had even told us that, um, then it would have made a lot more sense. Like, oh, yeah, there's an opening. Man, this guy could have another full idol here. And maybe they, t- they they scaled it back a little bit. They turned it down a bit. So it's like people like me in watching it last night, I totally forgot about it. They Absolutely. didn't even say it, right? They did not mention it once. I don't remember the amulets coming up. I was the same. I was like, oh, yeah, he has a full idol now. And you're right. If they had mentioned, if Austin had, like, mentioned in a confessional, if he had said something in the meeting down at the beach, it definitely give, tips you off a little bit a little more bit. that they're going to actually be targeting Kelly and trying to make a move here rather than just throwing a plan together at the last second. Yeah. So, yes, Austin has two idols now. Uh, because he's gotten this one, this full-strength one, because of the amulets, uh, and the other people that had him are gone out of the game, and he had one, of course, that he worked very hard to make into a full idol. Um, So, yeah, he's got some power. Obviously, Bruce has one as well. So, Night 16, Tribal Council, Caleb, chilling on the jury. He's there. He looks a little shocked that Bruce won immunity, uh, (laughs) or at least he's uh, pretty excited how this is going to go down. Yeah, Bruce brags a little bit, I think. He wanted probes to, like, clarify that... I was a little confused. He wanted probes to clarify he was one of the or one of the rare people to be at tribal council without a vote, but with a necklace. Yeah. So he was safe. Is that what he was asking? I think so. <laughs> Check the stats. I think he just wanted to say something since he had nothing else to do at the yeah. tribal council. Yeah. So yeah, probes does a little you know, fake little computing and yeah. A little, yeah, Bruce. Yeah, Bruce, you're cool, <laughs> man. You, you did it. Uh, a lot of talk about the rice negotiation. Uh, and then we have Jake asking Jeff if he can make a pitch. Probe says, of course. Um, and then Jake, like, really struggles to, like, f- like form sentences and, yeah. f- and, like, make his pitch and, like, formulate whatever he was trying to say. And has everybody wondering, like you just said off the top of this episode, like, was he faking here? Was this... Did he just, like, stumble? Is he, like, obviously he's hungry and tired and all that. Was it just that? He, he didn't want to, like, step on people's toes. I don't know. Well, 
I don't know what was going on there. It was really weird, but I was like, this guy's a lawyer? Because <laughs> he was really, really struggling with it. He was really, really struggling with it. It felt like a real struggle to me. What is At one yeah. point he says, I feel like everybody's lying to me. So it kind of felt like he was spinning his wheels. I don't think he was part of the get-together on the beach. I don't think so. Right? He played his shot in the dark, so he was feeling like he was on the bottom still, lost his vote. So maybe that's why they didn't need to include him uh, down there. But I, at the very least, thought that he was really struggling to put it together and he was likely going home. You also saw his reaction when it turned out to be Kelly. He seemed legitimately shocked. So I kind of think he was just as shocked as everybody else. Some people think he is a thespian. (laughs) He was acting there. Well, I think that maybe the one part he was acting about And he seemed to play it perfectly. And again, he sort of stumbled when he was saying it and all that was the idea of like, if I play my idol. It got some reaction, at least in the editing. That was a nice little slip in. Yeah, he he made it seem like he didn't mean to say that. I think that was actually all planned by him. I don't know about that first part where he was stumbling over his pitch. Uh, In the end, he decides to play his shot in the dark. There is no idol played. He is not safe. Jake gets the first three votes. I mean... You're definitely sitting there going, all right, Jake is going home. He's probably getting enough votes here. And then that first Kelly vote hits, and that shot of Kelly seeing it. Like, because she had just, like, they went to her, and she was like, because the third Jake vote came up, and she's like, mm, ho-hum. And then like, then she sees her name. Oh, so good. And then the second Kelly comes up, and then it's like, uh-oh. I've been blindsided. Yeah, Man. once they started piling up, she, like, turns to Austin. Did you do this? Yeah. Yeah. That was savage. That was savage. And then you, you even get, was it um was it Jake? Uh, yeah, he goes, uh, oh, people are playing Survivor. <laughs> he says that too. Yeah. Kelly voted out five to three. There's only eight votes last night because no vote from Jake because he played the shot in the dark. No vote for Bruce. And she is absolutely stunned. Whoa! <laughs> I mean, whoa. <laughs> what a reaction. Everything too Jake good. says and does is so it's funny now. very funny. It's so good. Um. But she, this was a true, incredible blindside. I think, of course, for Kelly and for a lot of us watching last night as well. Yeah, they definitely camouflaged it pretty well from Kelly and then from the viewers. Uh, so, yeah, that's why I've, I love this episode so much. And, yeah, I don't know. I mean, sad to see Kelly go. I thought she was a potential winner for sure. But then I go back and look at, like, her voting history. She barely voted anybody out because they won so many. Yeah. Uh, immunity challenges, or I guess didn't lose so many immunity challenges early on, but that's the thing. When you don't go to tribal council all that often, it's hard to actually know where you stand and where everybody, who's actually together, so I think she kind of got caught in that way as well. So the five votes, just uh, if you're keeping track, it was that core four of Reba that have been tight this entire game, Austin, Drew, Dee, and Julie, and then Emily was the fifth vote. Uh, for Kelly, obviously pairing up with them. Everybody else was voting Jake or didn't have a vote. I know uh, Christian Hubicki was tweeting sort of last night about the idea, and this is a real, real twisting of the knife. In, in Bruce not hustling to put on his shoes and not trying to get money at all and having therefore no money and then really no option to even win anything at the Survivor auction, thus losing his vote, him doing all of that really potentially screwed Kelly even more because you take away a vote like his and there's a more of an opening to to do the blind side because you just don't need as many numbers on that particular side. Um, you know, then there's Jake playing the shot in the dark and all that too. But I was like, oh, yeah. That was uh, that was Bruce's number one, <laughs> and he sort of he sort of accidentally really screwed her because it allowed them to like pull off. You just need five in, in this situation after Jake did the old uh, shot in the dark. Yeah, 
Kelly should have either gotten rid of Drew or should have either gotten rid of Bruce last week when everybody wanted to get yeah. him or more importantly, gone after Drew when she had a chance. The Sifu vote was a waste. Yes. Basically. I mean, he wasn't going to win. Yeah. Drew obviously has a pretty good shot to win, but he basically came to Kelly and was like, I'm fine with anybody, including Sifu. That four, I think that Bello, the blue tribe, just must not realize how locked in I, the core four of Reba is because they got rid of Reba got rid of two of their own right away. So maybe that threw him off the scent. Yeah. Bello, though, is obviously not together. Bruce loved Kelly. Kelly did not love Bruce. Bruce and Katura obviously do not like each other. Right. Jake and Bruce are close. The girls are close, but they're very scattered. And I think the lack of them actually having to vote at any point together proved that they actually weren't totally together here. And it came back. Um so yeah, Kelly, I thought her mistakes were from last week's episode and they came to roost this episode. I, I think what we're setting up for here moving forward and it's going to be mm, chef's kiss if it comes true is this entire season has been about Katura hating Bruce, Bruce not really caring for Katura. Like you said, old bellow sort of fracturing, not really together. They almost now have no choice but to vote together. They have to. Or they are really probably screwed here uh, against that that other side that is pretty strong. And they have all those, amp, like all the um, idols and stuff like that too. So I'm just like, it'll be amazing if Katura and Bruce <laughs> have to work together. And like, will, like this guy's, I mean, look, she hates him and he is hard headed. Like, would he ever actually do it? And like, you know, so I can't wait to see, but I, I got a weird feeling that's where we're going to go here. They need each other. Yeah. At this point. And then maybe try and get Emily back and all that. But uh, yeah, what an episode. What a tribal council. It was a good one. That was a great episode. <laughs> it was a good one. Uh, let's take our first break. When we come back, we're going to get into some tree mail. Uh, again, talk about the episode still a little bit more, answer a few of your questions. And we have some survivor news, so don't go anywhere. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. All right, breaking down a very fun episode of Survivor, episode eight from Survivor 45. Everybody in the live tribe, do us a favor if you haven't, hit the like button and make sure you subscribe to Mo Buffs. <laughs> Mo Buffs. Uh, we were watching Mo Verde clips uh, recently, <laughs> hence the Mo Buffs. Uh, let's get to tree mail. Get Mo Verde on Survivor. Oh my god. <laughs> that would Canadians be, are allowed now, man. That would be amazing. Uh, all right. <laughs> Our first one here. It's a comment. It's from Bell. Fisheye ASMR gets a big no thank you please from me. <laughs> fair. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, Nora was not a fan of it either. Uh, either the sounds, the sights, 
You could almost smell it. Yeah, they were they were comical looking. Like they looked like they were made of jello or something. Apparently, they were ruby snapper eyes. Oh, have you yeah. ever caught a ruby snapper? <laughs> no, they're a thousand feet deep, Skeets. Oh, jeez. I'm more in the twenty foot range. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, sticking with the uh, auction here, Mike says, "Did anyone else find the uh, peanut butter and jelly pairing with a margarita odd? I've never thought to slam a margarita while enjoying an uncrustable." Also, what beverage would you guys recommend to pair with two fat fish eyes? <laughs> so two parts to this one. You know, PB&J, yeah, and a margarita. Don't usually, that was surprising. Don't usually yep. go hand in hand, but okay. Um, but do you have a, a nice beverage you'd like to pair with a pair of fish eyes? I think lemonade. Okay. I don't know why, but, you know, it's <laughs> salty, crunchy. I feel like I would want uh, the sweetness to kind of get the fish eye out of my mouth. <laughs> Tough call, though. Yeah, I almost want like a shot of bourbon or something. I want us some strong alcohol to maybe disinfect the taste yeah, of these things. Yeah, that's a good call. <laughs> like a chaser, basically. <laughs> Nothing but, salty. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Sean, he had that funny meme early on, but he wrote in, the fix to the auction was great, but, oh, there's a but, they need a more 50-50 split on good items to bad items. Having a choice to take a bad item or risk no vote is far more interesting. Does Sean have a point here? Can we make this auction even a little bit better? Were there too many good things? Or was it, you know, not bad? Like, how many bad... There's what, one bad item? The eyes? Is that the only one? I mean, the candy was not a great get. No, but but obviously, (laughs) yeah, it's candy. It ain't fish eyes. Yeah, I guess you're right. Give me one more. No, you're right. Give me one more bad item and one more comfort item. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Maybe a little more variety, but I just just like the general idea of today is all about having fun. That's kind of what it was. Yeah. Run through the jungle, then come eat some food. It's a good point. You know, they put them through a lot out there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and some of these challenges and stuff like that. And day fifteen was it was a chill day. It was no a chill doubt. Day, especially yeah. for Bruce, as we went <laughs> especially over. Especially for Bruce. Uh, I, I am with Sean though. Let's. I like it's. I mean, on one hand, it's a real dick move to do, like to have crappy <laughs> yeah. things. Um, great television, no doubt. You imagine one of these years, like it's just all bad, all bad, <laughs> one good. Ooh, okay. I mean, <laughs> we're bringing back all of the classic disgusting things from Survivor for this auction, like uh, whatever that blood milk drink they had was. That was a crazy one. Uh, balloon Balut. was a classic one. What's the uh, those the weird slugs? That bat are like soup or whatever. Bat soup. Oh, bat soup. That looked disgusting. I think I, I think I would rather eat fish eyes than bat soup. But was that Shambo? Did Shambo have is that? The right? Bat? Yeah. I think so. So hairy. Oh yeah. That was the, that's probably the grossest. Yeah. Do all that and then throw that bowl of candy in there and it's looking good. I do like starting off with like a bad item and then another bad item and another bad item because it's like they're going to convince themselves like people playing roulette. That it's like, well, it's come up black ten times in a row. It's got to be red next. Got to be a good one. Has to be red. Has to. And uh, no, it doesn't have to be. <laughs> but, yeah, but just keep them coming. Do it, probes. Uh, Zachary had a lot of great questions. Uh, I picked this one. What Survivor classic, besides loved ones' visits, would you like to see return? Uh, Zach's choice would be the Endurance Final Immunity, which uh, yeah, we're big fans of here. Just put your hand on a statue and stand there for love it ten hours. Um, but are there any other Survivor classic uh, bits, games, whatever that you want to see come back? There's a lot of things from the early seasons uh, okay. that I would love to see come back. Hands on a hard idol. I think they should do it. That's a cool one. Yeah. I know that they don't like these potentially endless challenges, 
But that one just ended, like, randomly. Like, Rudy just took his hand off as they were switching uh, locations on the idol. That was so cool. Uh, bring that back. I also love... They used to have that challenge where there would be like uh, quizzes about your contest about the fellow contestants. Rudy was also hilarious in that one. He would just run to every station, read the question. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, clearly hadn't talked to anybody about their lives. That was hilarious. Uh, how about hiding an immunity idol at the challenge? We haven't seen that yet Ooh, this season. Cool. I always like seeing whoever's sitting out have yeah. to figure out a way uh, to try and scavenge their little things. So yep. That'd be okay with me. Okay. These are these are great, great answers. I like all of them. Uh, let's hear from the people here in the live tribe. What other classic uh, survivor things would you like to see return? Yeah. Loved ones visits. I actually got excited when, uh, when that bench showed up on the beach in that boat. I mean, we knew the auction was coming. Don't get me wrong. But like, it almost, there was envelopes where they obviously mm-hmm. then I think, you know, put their money and all that. Right, yeah, yeah. But I was like, at first I thought they were letters. I was like, oh, are there, What's in there? Are there letters in here from from loved ones and like you're going to have a choice or stuff like that? It'd be sort of cool too. Um, but uh, no, in the end it was just to put, it was their wallet. That's just a wallet. Yeah. <laughs> Do you get to keep that? Probably. Uh, Plunge Father says, I need more product placement. Need yeah, some, sure. Some old movies. Yeah, 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 Jack and Jill get married, or whatever that Adam Sandler movie they had in, or a Pontiac Aztec. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> whatever yeah. the weirdest looking car that's available on the market, you can win it on Survivor. Um, how about Jeff doing crazy stuff with the final votes, heading to Tribal Council, like skydiving oh, the votes? Yeah, that's for sure. They do it right away now, though the reunion, right? Like they yeah. leave the votes there, so he doesn't have a chance. I'd also love to see some wrestling challenges. You know, like we haven't seen the super physical literal fight challenges yeah maybe those be maybe gone but we have some classic moments yeah i mean people are getting i think too many people are getting injured yes people were taking it too far like way back in the day there was that one guy rob remember he like was choking a guy oh yeah (laughs) yeah. it's crazy what are you doing dude uh (laughs) so i think that's why they got rid of that stuff but uh nighttime trivia challenge uh gabe wants to see that was a fun one uh hannah banana says what about a night on a yacht as a reward that used to be a real yeah a great class. Go hang out with Cochran. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see somebody bring back uh, season one Sean's voting process. Just alphabetical. So, would wow. anybody catch on? I don't know. Wow. I would hope they would, but that'd be people would be like, no way somebody's doing that. No way. No <laughs> way somebody's doing that. Wouldn't make sense. Okay. One thing I don't think they'll bring back, I was uh, researching like things survivors should bring back. Yeah. Uh, season two. Part of the loved ones thing was them sitting at a computer, instant messaging with their family. <laughs> like Jeff pulled up an iMac. I don't think they'll do that anymore. No, I don't think so. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, they used to. They used to have the phones and stuff. I a forgot satellite about phone. that. Yeah. Well, remember, was it uh, which one was uh, the Iceman on that he won? Season five? Was it four? Five? Five? I think. Um, like they had showed clips. They showed like video footage from home. Yeah, oh, and he had like yeah, a yeah. he like guy lived in like a mansion as super hot wife, and everyone was like, "What the hell, man? Like, why guy. do you need a million bucks?" Like, yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, do that. Um, car giveaway. A lot of people yeah. are saying. Remember the curse of the car? Curse of the car. Yeah, that was always it was fun. real. Good, good stuff. Uh, great answers from everybody there. Lots to bring back. Uh, we got some survivor news here as we pivot away from tree mail. CBS confirmed this week that Survivor will continue with ninety minute episodes next season which is set to premiere on Wednesday, February 28th, 2024. We know when Survivor 46 Let's go. is going to be back. Uh, the first two episodes of Survivor 46 
on the 28th of February and March 6th. They're going to be two-hour feature-length episodes. And then the show goes back to 90 minutes. But 90 minutes is sticking. Uh, I guess Amazing Race as well, if you're into that. Are we, we a fan of this? Uh, I think the 90-minute episodes have been great. I don't feel like we've had one that has no. dragged so far. We're getting to see a lot more... Uh, tribal life, a lot more beach life. We actually know like the relationships between these people for the most part and who has been in alliances and who's been working together. So I'm all for it. And yeah, it makes sense. Uh, 90 minutes, Survivor, 90 minutes, Amazing Race. We don't have to see any more previews for something like Tough as Nails. <laughs> like they just come up with the most random reality show. It lasts for an entire season when in reality they could just split it between two successful ones. We got yeah. our hour covered like that. Yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. Uh, so that's great news. And uh, February 28th, I mean, it honestly feels like right around the corner. Feels yes. like there's going. Yes, indeed. There's not going to be that much of a break. I guess it'll be about a two month two break. Two months. Because this will end before the end of the new year. Like right around. Right Christmas, around I think, Christmas. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Whew. Uh, and then in other news, Survivor fans um, were obviously pissed. You know, I think you can include ourselves in this. Uh, when two of the first four eliminated this season, Hannah and Sean, they both decided to quit the game. Propes was surprised. He was disappointed, but he still went through with that ceremonial torch snuffing with both of them well according to dalton ross at ew future quitters will not be so lucky probe said this on uh kelly ripa's show with her husband mark i think is that who she's doing it with kelly and mark i didn't know that anyway yeah uh probe said i want to declare right here on your show that from this point forward if you are a survivor player and you quit your torch will not be snuffed that's over to get your torch snuffed you gotta play the game and the reaction from the crowd, crickets. <laughs> I don't think there were a lot of Survivor fans in attendance for that Kelly and Mark show. <laughs> Nobody, even probes, even probes realized, mm, not quite the reaction I you're thought I might get. And he was like, you yeah, you know, he's about. like, it's sort of a big deal if you're a Survivor yeah. fan. Uh, is it a big deal? Do you like this? Decision? Yeah, I like it. Uh, when we had our two quits this year, we were like, Jeff's being too nice to these people yep. right now. And he definitely has been. So, uh, I don't know if this will discourage people from quitting. It doesn't happen all that often. In reality, I think he said like 1% of contestants or yeah, something like that. less than it, 1%. Yeah, yeah, I was like, that actually seems high now that I'm saying it out loud. Yeah. But um, it just happened that two happened in the very same season, uh, which is certainly rare. I guess we did have that one episode way back when when two people quit in the same episode. But he was really angry at that. <laughs> you know, he's <laughs> he mellowed a little very bit angry. at this point. Uh, so, yeah, I think this is good. Yeah. Again, this is for survivor geeks like us. Like, yeah, you don't get your torch snuffed. Uh-uh. You just leave it. it just burns forever. <laughs> That's right. Uh, he did he should s- pick it up and break it over his leg. Oh, or or how about he's got a knife on him? Maybe scar them. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, you know, almost branding them. Shame. <laughs> a quitter brand. Yeah, just like a little like he just puts a little X on their arm or something like that. They're crying. Uh, they're holding. Everybody else holding them down. <laughs> A little dark, maybe, but I think there could be something there. He did say, because this come up, came up, because, yeah, like, why are all these people quitting? What's going on here? Like, with your casting, sort of. And uh, Probe said the one thing you can't test for in all the psych testing is all the real elements. The rain, the bamboo yep. <laughs> that, that you're sleeping on, I think he assumed. Uh-huh. Uh, he meant. And uh, the snakes and all that, uh, which is fair. The snakes. Yeah, the snakes. <laughs> they should start testing for snake Readability. Like, <laughs> we'll put you near a bunch of snakes and see if you freak out. If you don't, you make it to 
uh, the island. I Googled really quickly, uh, Kelly Ripa Mark Consuelos. Yeah, that's his name. Yeah. Um, so the crowd didn't pop for the Survivor reveal uh, on the episode, but I bet they popped for Kelly Ripa reaches down Mark Consuelos' shirt on live. I bet he's, they uh, he's quite fit, this one. man, isn't this he? This guy's Jack. Get him on Survivor. <laughs> Get them oh. on the challenge. <laughs> wow, blood versus water. Get both of them on there. <laughs> they are married, right? Do I have that right? Well, I got to Google this now, I too. Think, I think they All are. All right, I'll put in married. I, I'm, per- I'm pretty a purple, a purple Kelly. Will she be a purple Kelly? Uh, she'll get that. May edit. 1st. They've been married for a long time. Nice. May 1st they got married? 1996. I forgot to say that. Part. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't just the day and day. I was like, holy crap. Time. They got married and then were like right into uh, hosting a television show tomorrow. <laughs> Slow down. But okay, that makes sense. You have sense. never reached down my shirt while we record episodes. Uh, all right. That's some great news. Uh, you, uh, If you quit, you don't get probed snuffing out your torch. Sorry. I, 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 now I almost can't wait to see what happens. Yeah. What will go down? Especially if it happens at tribal council. It's just, he like refuses to look. <laughs> Not even looking at you. Yeah, we did. Get we we joked that they had to like go the other way. Remember? I'm like you shouldn't be able to go that way. <laughs> you should be able to go the cool pathway. Walk should, of shame. You should have to walk towards yep. the camera. And, like, Give me your buff. Yeah. Yeah. That's good too. You don't get anything. Mm-mm. Strip naked. Get out of here. Give me. All, leave all your clothes. We're gonna put those on. Oxford. Harry and the Hendersons. Are, get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> Punching them. Uh, all right, we gotta take one more break. When we come back, we'll look at how we did in the make your picks, no buffs, fantasy survivor pool, and uh, we'll look ahead to next week's episode. Don't go anywhere. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with twenty four seven U.S. based live customer service from Discover. Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. All right, for two consecutive episodes, I have incorrectly picked who is going home. Last night I had uh, I had Jake and I was feeling good for a bit. I actually doubled down. Oh. Yeah. Mm. I was like, why not? Let's get crazy here. I'm way down in the ranking. So I had Jake. I had Julie as my other option, obviously. They're both still there. Did you have Kelly? I, I mean, how no, many people no, had no, no. Kelly as one of their picks last night? Yeah, I had Julie and Katora. I think I may have moved up like five spots. So I was basically Bruce at Tribal Council last night. <laughs> Just chilling. 
<laughs> Good for you. At least yeah. you moved up. Yeah. Um, so let's look ahead to next time on Survivor. Bruce is sad that his ally is gone. Kelly is no longer in the game. Uh, Emily says D is too powerful and wants to target her. Austin doesn't really want to. And he says something like he loves talking to her. Is that what he says there in that little clip? It did seem like a little love spark. I know. That's, yeah, that's what I was trying to figure out. And then uh, Jeff Probst tells the contestants, he tells everybody out there, all three will lose their vote. So what's going on here? Um, I'm excited to see what Bruce does with Kelly going. He probably will not take this well. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm very fascinated by where does Emily go? Is Emily seeing uh, trouble for her if she sticks with this core four Reba? And will she pivot? And is she going to try and make a move here or something like that? And then what the hell is this? All three will lose their vote. I mean, people are like wondering, wasn't it Tass this morning wondering, um, are they broken into tribes of three or like groups of three to compete? And like maybe the losing tribe all don't get a vote? I don't know. That Could would seem be, yeah. insane to me, but it's Survivor. Anything it's can a happen. a lot of people to not have a vote. That's what I'm saying. For nine left. A third of the tribe? Yeah, that's a. it's going to be wild to see whatever they pull. Yeah. Um, so what's your, I don't know, prediction, I guess, for next week? Who do you got going home? Who are you voting for in our Survivor pool? I'm going to vote for a bellow. So I think so am I. I got Jake and Katura in right now. <laughs> I got Drew and Kendra. <laughs> Oh, but Drew, Drew's a well, Reba, that's true. He a was, classic Reba. He's classic. It ain't going to be Drew. I don't think. I think that that four and that five is going to stick together right now, and at least for the next couple episodes, pick off a couple of more bellows here before they turn on each other. I think long term, it's going to be Drew turning on Austin. Will be the big swing in this season. Okay. We have heard too much from Drew, knowing Survivor history. He said, "I need the fish, ba- the JT to my fish back." He knows that JT won. Because Fishback never got him out. So he's going to want to right the wrongs there. He mentioned in this episode that Kelly and Bruce were a Sophie coach situation. Sophie won. That's Kelly. She's gone. Yeah. He sees the writing on the wall. Emily is in a great spot right now. She's like the double swing vote. She could go to the other Bellows. They got four versus this four. Or she could stay with the four Rebas that she's already with. Where she's the swing vote there going between... D and Julie or Drew and Austin. She seems closer to Drew and Austin right now, but who knows? Okay. Um, that's a good point. So is it, we're down to nine, right? Down to nine. Nine people left in the game. Again, Austin with two idols. Bruce has one. Now, Drew has lost his expired. His safety without power. What was that? He could safety just leave. Without power. Safety without power advantage. That, that is now expired, so that's no longer in the game. So we really only have three things here in play, and they're all idols. Um, but you're saying you do believe the the core four and whoever they decide to sort of keep with them will be enough to move forward for maybe a week or two here because like why what's the rush we got the numbers mm-hmm. and then we can fight it out as we get a little closer that's what you're thinking yeah 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 it seems like they have had they've been locked in together to begin with and they've been kind of calling the shots on who's going to be going home I also think it's going to be very hard for Bruce and Katora to put the previous two weeks out on the island behind them and start working together. Yeah, doesn't true. seem like uh, either of them are going to be amenable to that. Yeah. Um, I'm going with Drew and Kendra. You're right. It is marked uh, Drew as Bellow, but uh, yeah, he, he eventually got on Bellow. But whatever. I'm going Drew and Kendra. It's a, it's a wild card shot mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I love, though, Emily. Like, whatever she ultimately decides to do here, I love planting those seeds. Like, she's literally like, if you're there with D, she's going to win. Like, you can't go with D. You got to go, go with, with me. D? That's, that's the yeah. move. Yeah. You know, you beat me. 
You won't be D. And you gotta get that, just plant that seed, get that in there. They may be thinking already. Maybe they don't. I feel like they don't. I'm talking Austin and Drew. They don't think she's a winner? I don't, I think, I think in within the four, the two guys, two girls, my gut says those guys think because they have all these idols, because they've done some moves, maybe whoever led this one last night, it felt like it was Drew, but mm-hmm. um, that they have more say, more more of a resume. I than the so. other two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. I don't know if that's how other people would look at it out there, but yeah, I think they. I think they're blinded by that. I think they. Yeah, I would agree. They think they're the power couple yeah. in that group of four. Yeah. Um, and you know, they, at this point, they probably are. They probably yeah. are. They probably are. All right, let's hear everybody's prediction. Who's going home next week? Uh, what is this whole thing? Propes is saying about all three will lose their vote. Yeah, I mean, that's. I mean, tribal council votes seems insane to me. If there are three people there that can't vote. Six votes that's, only. That's, so that's very weird to me, but, you know, you know, sometimes they put this stuff in and it's like for something else entirely. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. So we'll wait to see. Uh, here's the schedule for next week, though. It's Thanksgiving week here uh, in uh, the States next week. Thanksgiving on Thursday, which is when we usually do the show. We won't be doing that. We'll be eating turkey at Trey Kirby's house. Uh, so we will come back to the Classic Factory on Friday morning. That's how much we love you guys. That's how much we love this show. During our holiday break. No, no dunks. No, no dunks. Well, we're coming in to do a no buffs. Did we decide on a time? I think we maybe keep the 1 p.m. Is that what we said? I can't I remember. Know. Anyway, gotta, we'll let you I know. I got to hit up the doorbuster sales first. <laughs> <laughs> got to break down those doors. Is that Black that Friday? Me Elmo. Yeah, that'll be Black Friday. Is that one that is? Yeah. Eh? Okay. You, you tickle me. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been trying to get one for 25 oh, years. Geez, man, they're <laughs> they're always to sell out. They're tough to get. Yeah, that's what probe should uh, uncover at the auction. Uh, tickle, <laughs> tickle me, Elmo. See what they do. <laughs> I got you a Nintendo Switch. <laughs> I, I kill the time out there. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> nice actually. You can, you can play Minecraft for 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he starts the timer. <laughs> just building like crazy Uh, alright guys so yeah back on Friday uh, we'll let you know the time it'll probably be around the same time Friday afternoon early afternoon east coast time Uh, but make sure you like the video subscribe leave us a 5 star rating and review and until next week until next Friday the tribe has spoken